Welcome back. It's Wednesday, July 17th, and this is episode 42, Random Encounters in the Library. Literary Tuesday is just a day late today. Today we are examining Book 2 of Triplanetary, The World at War. Now, a leftover from uh, book one, I forgot to, um, I didn't think to mention it. There is uh, something interesting in there that could be used is um, in the Atlantis section. They have air, air pistols. So basically it just shoots out a needle and then the needle has like a, well, in this case, it's poison. The range, um, like long range, uh, stops at like 100 feet. So, um, so they're only good for, you know, kind of like medium range stuff or whatever. But if I was to put them in a game, I'd probably say it's like a... Like a deadly poison or maybe a sleep thing. Tranquilizers. So the um, target would have to make a con save or, you know, uh, fortitude. Or be knocked out or killed, depending on what you're using. And... So, um, the uh, World at War follows, kind. it basically follows a family from um, World War One, World War Two, and then uh, World War um, hyphen question mark, so, <laughs> or, yeah, so they think it, the, author assumed that it would be in the 1900s, so it was 19 hyphen question mark. So, starts off with, um, Captain Ralph Kinnison, uh, flying his, uh, a plane, or trying to land it, and he crashes, and, uh, he, um, happens upon a uh, group of um, American soldiers like behind enemy lines or whatever and so they're up against some Germans and um, he survives and um, it moves on to that was World War One, then World War Two. Kinnison is um, a, uh, chemical expert, explosives expert, and he, um, with the, um, Pearl Harbor, and he realizes that the, um, Americans will be moving into the war, he volunteers, um, and to, um, work at a, um, munitions plant, I think, and he gets, um, 
he's uh, eventually becomes head of the uh, chemical um, munitions section or whatever. Um, and then some um, sneakiness is happening, like um, there's some uh, checks, like something's faulty, and uh, he figures out what's wrong and tells them to stop production on these uh, landmines, but then, um, and that they need to investigate, you know, something or other, and then uh, he discovers that that never, they never went through with that, and so eventually he puts his job on the line, and they um, fire him and all this stuff, and then it goes to the Third World War, and it's Kinnison's son who's part of um, these uh, technos so that story starts off with he gets a phone call and um, they give him this uh, code word the code word is Operation Bullfinch <laughs> and uh, he um grabs his stuff, and his uh, wife uh, grabs the kids and um, some um, clothes and stuff that they had ready, and she drives off, and he hops on a motorcycle with um, a purple light and a blue light or whatever. It's like a code thing, and so a bunch of these technos... Um, jump on their motorcycles and drive at breakneck speeds to this um, uh, rocket. Um, so they launch up into the atmosphere and it's like Missile Command where each one controls like is in charge of stopping um, these um, nuclear warheads that are flying in over the Arctic Circle towards America, so. And, uh, yeah, it's a little more, you know, I think if they went in more into it, it would have been pretty boring, but it got, it, it had some excitement to it, you know, where just missing a missile, or, and they had to fire off another torpedo or whatever. Um, and um, it ends with, uh, they think they got them all, um, and then they're trying to see what anything else has happened, and then they get a notice that there's still one or something as their, the rocket that they're in is coming back down, and that's when, I guess, they run into a nuclear warhead or something, and it kills uh, Kinnison. So, then, let me see, and it goes back to Garlane of Edor, the second in command of the Edorians, and um, he was behind all this you know, the world wars and stuff or whatever, and the Kinnison family finally getting, um, 
killed. And so after this last war, he, he's like, all right, I'm done. And he goes to work on the other planets that he has. And then the Arisians um, get to work trying to rebuild Earth. So then they... Um, um, Earth rebuilds. They um, go up to uh, move to Mars and Venus. And then... Um, they go to uh, Jupiter, and there's like Jovian Wars they mention or something. And um, and then it mentions, it should be noted in passing that not once throughout all those centuries did a man named Kinnison marry a girl with red bronze auburn hair and gold-flecked tawny eyes. So, I think that's a thing that, um, like a, a side that if the Arisians had wanted to assist, they would have had him marry the somebody or whatever. Um, for the most part, it's typical uh, World War One, World War Two stuff. Um... If you're playing or um, if you're going to use something like this with um, any OSR game or Swords and Wizardry or whatever, you'd probably go with Operation White Box, which would give you the World War II stuff, tanks and all that. Um, I'm not sure if there's any World War One era gaming whatnot. Um I think there's a a World War Two um setting adventure thing in um the Gong Farmers Almanac for DCC. Um the past year or maybe the year before. Um I'll have to check that out, but, um, yeah, using DCC, you'd be able to do that for any of this stuff, if you want to try to, um, have, like, do, like, a flashback, um, game, or session, where the players are playing ancestors of what their characters are going to be, um, then you could have them, um, you know, fighting in World War Two or whatever. Um, World War Three sounds kind of anticlimactic, unless you want to have everybody play a game of Missile Command, um, because it's basically just missiles that once they hit, they vaporize, and that's it, so... Um, yeah, so you could have an adventure set in the, uh, rebuilding of, uh, the Earth, you know, the colonization of Mars, or Venus, or, um, uh, Jupiter, uh, you know, so, I mean, we know that Venus 
is not colonizationable or whatever. Um, colonizable. That sounds more like it. But, um, yeah, it's a fantasy, you know, whatever, pulp sci-fi setting. You know, it doesn't matter. You make up whatever you want. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, um, that seems like that's a setup. And in book three, you know, basically the next section, um, looks like uh, Earth. Um, it's like uh, space action stuff. Probably, um, you know, the um, Edorians, Darlene will get back and because it, it um, sounds like he's expecting Earth to be, you know, populated by savages in the uh, aftermath of um, nuclear holocaust. But um, he'll get back and find that they've spread out across the solar system a bit. And um, so he'll know something's up. And... Um, up until now, he's suspected the somebody in the uh, High Council of um, trying to stab him in the back and take his position as second in command. So, we'll see. Um, so, that will be next week. Uh, my son is going back to Ohio today, so that will... Uh, ease up I should be able to make my Tuesday uh, posting date so um, alright I'll be back alright so for future installments I'm thinking around uh, autumn time um because uh, this past weekend I managed to find two uh, Arthur Mackin uh, short story novel collections. Um, and he's kind of the uh, um, precursor slash contemporary of Lovecraft. He's one of the guys that Lovecraft admired and cited as an influence and all that along with uh, Dunsany. Um, so maybe a uh, Appendix L or Appendix C for Chaosium type deal. Um, if anybody has any feelings on the matter, let me know. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, you can send me an anchor message. Uh, send me an email, jamesyoder underscore artist at yahoo.com. Check out my gaming blog at randomencountersohio.blogspot.com. Check out my art gallery and art blog at jamesyoderartist.wix.com slash my site. Uh, should be some stuff there. Um, I need to update it with some, the blog anyways, with some of my um, watercolor doing a plein air 
Um, especially since I've been to the beach a couple times um, this past uh, week. So that was fun. Trying to capture water with watercolor. It's, it's something else. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, links in the show notes. Um, come back uh, tomorrow. We'll have some uh, Dusty Trail Thursday. And take care. Bye.